Welcome to the Daily Creed, where we help you break your limited beliefs that are holding you back from being a personal and professional success when you master the five character traits of commitment, resilience, excellence, execution, and discipline. You will have the power to dominate your industry and live the life you desire. And now, helping you to grow in every aspect of your life, your host, J.R. Spear. Spear. Welcome, everyone, to another episode on our Daily Creep podcast. And today we have Jess Stenzel, and she is from Redbud, Illinois. Began career in finance industry, was in recruiting for over 10 years, grew a wellness business, and then transitioned to consulting and began her own coaching firm, Be Well Co., in January of 2022. So welcome, Jess. Thank you so much for being a guest on our show today. And uh, excited about having you here and learning more about who you are, what you're doing, and why you're doing it. So thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me, JR. This is exciting. Yeah, absolutely. So the first question that I always like to ask everyone is, first off, what are you currently doing right now with your coaching firm, The Be Well? And then what inspired you to get it started? Yes. So what I'm currently doing is really I am helping people achieve this next level version of themselves. And so what I mean by that is we all have these different versions that we can choose to show up as each day. There's this version of us that achieves what we want. There's this version of us that makes it halfway. And then there's this version of us that, you know, kind of gets started and then fails, if you will. And so I want to help people pull down this version of them that achieves everything that it is that they want out of life. My kind of tagline is be, do, have it all. I believe that you can have it all. I don't believe that success has to come at a cost. Um, I don't believe that you have to choose this or that and make a sacrifice. I just truly believe that we can live these lives well-lived. Um, you know, being joyful, being at peace, being so grateful for where we're at today, and then super excited about the future. So I do that through one-on-one conversations that I have with my clients, just creating a plan, strategizing, mapping out a plan and working through that plan together, talking all things, mindset, belief, embodiment. And then I also put together programs and uh, webinars and different things like that. So that's what my business looks like now. Um, it's definitely been an evolution, you know, at like your bio said, or like you shared about me, I started in the finance industry, you know, and so what a 180 to go from financial industry to, you know, life coach. Um, and it's just been an awesome, an awesome ride, you know, to get from that point to where where I'm at today. Okay, cool. Well, I'm kind of curious, what inspired you to want to be able to help people with the mindset and lifestyle type coaching and uh, achieving the next level version of themselves? Yeah. I mean, so for me, it kind of, I, it all stems, I think it's all began when I was graduating college. Um, so this was back in 2009 and I was really trying to figure out like who, just like many college graduates, who the heck are, who the heck am I? What am I going to do with the rest of my life? What's my calling? What's my thing? Right? Like I had, I had no idea. I, I studied finance. I picked finance because I liked numbers. I was, I was good with math. You know, it just, I, I figured I could get a good job after college. Right. So I was a finance major and I was approaching graduation 
And I was interviewing with a lot of different financial analysts firms because at the time I thought, okay, I like numbers. I'll just crunch numbers all day long. Like that'll be perfect. And thank goodness that plan did not work out because again, doing what I'm doing now and thinking, you know, this just sitting at a cubicle, just crunching numbers all day. Like there's, there's no way that that would have been had. Right. And so I was interviewing with all these different financial analyst firms and I was getting so discouraged because it was in the interview process. It wasn't really about like me and what I wanted. And I understood that, right. I'm ground level. I'm entry level. You know, I get all that, but what I was looking for was like growth and mentorship and development. And that's what I was so hungry for. And I, all I was getting was basically like, here's what you can do for us. Right. And so, um, I was just leaving there feeling like, man, is this it? Like, is this what my life is going to come down to is like sitting at this desk nine to five and getting nothing more. Um, and so I did have in like, you know, I remember this period of my life so vividly because I think it was this major turning point for me. And I had this one last interview scheduled and it was with a financial planning firm and it was to do an internship and it was to test drive what it would be like to be a financial advisor. And to be completely honest, I was not excited about this interview at all. I didn't want to do financial sales. I mean, I was going to be a big shot college graduate. I didn't want an internship, right? Like I wanted a full-time career. Like how embarrassing to go back to my friends and say, hey, I got an internship, you know? Mm -hmm. So I just was not, you know, excited about this interview, but I went anyway because I was smart and I was like, you need the interview experience, right? And thank goodness I went because that interview experience was incredible. They asked me, right? Like, what do you, what do you want out of life? Where do you see yourself a year from now? What does your ideal career look like? I mean, it was almost therapeutic because in that interview, I was uncovering things that I, I didn't even realize. So I took the job. I still didn't know, like, is insurance sales right for me? Right. I still didn't know if that was the right thing. But what I did know is like, I need to surround myself with these types of people, like proximity, proximity, proximity. These people are happy. They are, you know, successful. They have visions for themselves. Like I have no idea if this is even the job I want to do, but I need to be as close to these types of people as possible. I need to absorb their energy. Right. And so I share all of that because I think that was the turning point where I realized like, I am hungry for more. I don't want to just go with like the status quo of, or just, you know, go the conventional route. Like you graduate from college, you get a job. Like I just knew that there was like something different about what I could bring and what I could do. And so that's why I was so hungry for that, like personal development and community. And so from the very beginning, that was just super important to me. Um, so then I went into, you know, the internship program and I did the, you know, the financial advising and I gave it my all, right? Like I, I, I did as best as I possibly could with that. And I was offered a full-time position at the end of the internship. And again, in my gut, I knew I was like, man, this financial advising, just it's, I just don't think this is for me. 
Um, so I went to my boss at the, at the time and I'm still have a great relationship with him. And I said, you know, Hey, listen, I don't think I can go full time as a representative, but what else do you have? Because I don't want to leave. Right. So like, who am I, this fresh college graduate, like going to him and be like, basically I'm not leaving. So what spot do you have for me? That's how much I wanted to stay, you know, in that culture. And so luckily I got into, you know, recruiting, they had an opening in their recruiting department. And so kind of the lesson there is, you know, for those listening too, it's like, we have these intuitions, right? Like trusting our gut and going with our gut and not just doing something because we think that that's what we should be doing. Right. Like we need to trust like what, what our gut is telling us and then just go for it. Like, what do you have to lose? Like, that was my thought process is I don't have anything to lose here, right? Worst case scenario, they could tell me, no, Jess, there is no other opportunity and I would have a decision to make. But why not like ask for something that I know is going to be better for me and better for that firm? So it worked out. I got into recruiting. I did recruiting for, um, I recruited financial advisors really from 2009 until 2014. And then I became uh, the chief recruiting officer for our entire St. Louis territory. And so that was when I truly stepped into leadership. Um, I stepped out of like the field recruiting and I led the other recruiters, mentored them, developed them, trained them, um, and really worked closely with the leadership teams in all of our districts. And, um, you know, along that time too, I started my network marketing company and kind of built that business. And that grew to be, um, pretty substantial to where in 2020, I transitioned from the chief recruiting officer for, to a part-time consultant for that same, um, financial firm. And I made that transition because I wanted to spend more time on my business but there was also just like life changes that were going on as well. That was when um, my first was born around that time. And so she was young. I was commuting over an hour into the office every day. My husband was traveling a lot for work. So I kind of took a moment and was like, what do I want? Like what? Yes, I have this like thriving career, right? Like I have growth. I'm, you know, a chief with this firm, like how incredible I was only 29 at the time. Like, you know, and it was just insane that this was the career that I had developed and built, but I really kind of took a step back and asked myself like, what's most important. Right. And it became more of this like balance that I was seeking, like balance became important to me. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of took a step back from that, um, chief role. And again, I proposed, what about a part-time consultant? What if it's not goodbye? What if we just shift what this looks like? I can still impact, um, you know, but just on a smaller scale. So once again, following your gut, going for it, right? And that really played out, you know, well for me. And also the lesson too is like, it's okay to pivot, right? Like what you once had mapped out for yourself, you might outgrow that vision. Right. And that's that's perfectly OK. And that pivot that I made opened up so many other opportunities for, for me. Right. So now, like what things look like today is part time consultant for that financial firm, um, still growing my network marketing business. And then January of this year, 
was able to open up my own coaching firm. And just the mission behind that, kind of like I shared before, is just we can live these amazing, incredible lives having both, right? Um, we can own these booming, successful you know, businesses and be entrepreneurs, but also taking care of ourselves, also you know, being present with our families, like also kind of living this um, duality in, in our lives. And I think, you know, like I've been told, I'm sure other people have been told to listen is like, you can't have it all. Like that's something that has been said. And it's just like, I choose not to subscribe to that. And so the people that I work with, like, that's what I want to help them understand as well of like, we, we can have it all. We can be a mom. We can be a a dad. We can be, you know, a business owner. We can take care of ourselves. We, you know, like we can do all of these things and really live these lives, lives well-led. So I think I share all of that story. Just it's all built to like this business and what I'm doing now and what I'm doing for my clients is really, you know, these things that I've learned along the way you know, through all of these different leaps and changes and, um, you know, different things that I've gone through. Yeah, that that's so good. And you said some really cool things that I, I want the listeners to really take a point of. One is the environment that you're in. I mean, it, it doesn't really matter what you, what we're doing, but if you're, if you can't really enjoy the environment or the, the culture that you're part of, you're going to end up hating life. So you, and we are influenced, which we all know, but we are influenced by our surroundings and the people that we surround ourselves with. So you can be at a job that pays extremely well and have multi six figures and, and you know, just be a slave to what you're doing and hate your boss and hate the coworkers and just dread doing what you're doing. But like you, you decided to sacrifice, you know, having a different type of job to go in for a free or paid internship to be able to be with a company that you were committed to for a long period of time, which speaks values about you and your character, which most people won't even take that leap of faith to even do so. And yet you took that chance to be able to do so. So the your environment is everything. The other thing that you mentioned was uh, using the word pivot. And I want to I change that word pivot to almost permission because most people mm-hmm. in life don't really feel like that. Actually, you're a really great example. So you actually had to give your yourself permission to say, hey, I can do something different than what my degree is in. I can do something different than what yeah. I thought or planned out my future to be to be happy, to bring fulfillment, to actually live out my vision and purpose and mission of what I instill for my life. But most people are scared to give themselves that that permission to be able to do so. I was just uh, sharing on another interview that I had with another individual about a client of mine where she's been a personal trainer for for a long time and felt like that that is who she is. That's her only identity. And for like the longest time and and for a couple months ago, we uh, jumped on a call and we were, she wasn't really getting a lot of traction. You could tell when I was talking to her on coaching calls that she just wasn't always excited and she was always hitting brick walls, not getting traction, not getting client, like book calls or clients signed up or anything like that. And even the clients that she did get signed up wouldn't show up and do what they were supposed to be doing. And mm-hmm. she was just miserable. I mean, she just wasn't being happy. But while we're changing our offers and stuff like that, I was like, hey, you know, let, let's let's figure out what we can, what can we do to get you excited but also something that we can give that's different than your competition to bring higher value to your offer. And when she was talking, she mentioned something that was totally away from, from fitness and it was actually um, organization. 
So she is like completely OCD on everything she does. She was like, well, maybe I can add like an organized, organized uh, feature to my offer and stuff. And I'm, and I'm like scratching my head. I'm looking at her with this very confused look. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's, that's really good. But I mean, you're, when you're talking to consumers and helping them with health and fitness, I mean, they really aren't coming to you to want to know how to get organized right. I mean, they're with routines and doing their nutrition and doing stuff like that. So it didn't really, it didn't really click. So I was like, okay, I guess we can make it work. But again, you're going to be pulling a rope and trying and play tug of war with people trying to convince them of why they need to have this when it's not a need that they truly want. So I, I remember sitting there in, the, in, our, in this conversation and I look at her and I go, you're either going to really hate me right now or you're going to really love me. And it's okay, but I'm going to, I'm, I'm just asking your permission. Can I share something with you? And she, she was all for it. And I go, what you got is a complete crap offer right there. And, and thinking that you're going to add organization to your fitness program. But what you do have is an amazing offer and a different business model that you can start to really help small business owners. Now, instead of going after B and C individuals, now you're going after B2B individuals. And her face just lit up. It was like, I was almost terrified. I was like, okay, I'm going to lose her as a client. She's going to hate me because I'm trying to make her do something that she didn't think. But she almost needed that validation and that permission from me as her coach to saying, hey, it's okay to do something different. And within a week, she had an LLC signed up. She had her old business plan signed up. She had all the marketing materials, like everything that I went through with her fitness. It was completely done and got her first paying client in less than a week and a half. And she's been thriving in like two weeks. And it was just almost needing that permission, just like you. You had to give yeah. yourself permission and validate saying, hey, I can do something different. I don't have to be defined by what I thought I was, but I can do something that's going to align with what I want to do with my life, my family and pursue. So giving yourself yeah. that permission is, is huge. And uh, even well, for myself, I had to, had to go through that. Yeah. And like what you just, when you find that alignment too, like your, that example of your client, you know, she found what she was truly aligned with. And so now her attraction factor is off the charts, right? Because oh, yeah. she's so passionate. She it's so aligned with who she is and what she's about. And so now it's like, you said it, she instantly is bringing on clients and that's not everyone's story, but if you feel aligned with what you're doing, there's nothing that can stop you, nothing, right? And so it's like, that is such a powerful thing. And I think so often the problem that people have is they don't slow down enough to even think about it, mm -hmm. right? Like we just go, like I, I used to describe myself as like, I was in this hamster wheel. I just would show up. I would do the same thing every day over and over and over and over like again. Like being a mom. <laughs> being on the yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. And, and I was just in this hamster wheel. And finally, I'm like, wait a minute. There has to be a better way to do this life. My life does not have to look like waking up, you know, at 530, which I do wake up early still. I'm a big believer in how you start your day dictates the rest of your day. But 5.30 to then get my kid up, to drop them, be the first to drop off at get daycare, to then drive an hour into the office, to then sit, you know, like, I'm like, there has to be a different way to do this live. And so often people just continue to do it, right? They know they're not aligned. They know they're not passionate about what they're doing, but yet they're collecting a paycheck. But yet it's just easier to just continue like I'll just work till I get to the weekend and then I can relax. And then Sunday rolls around and you hate life again. Right. Yeah. Totally. So like so often people just don't slow down enough 
to even think about it. So I always say like, slow down to speed up, like slow down to do a temperature check, right? Like, am I on the path that I even want to be on? Mm. Like, is this even the direction that I want to go? And I have a quick story that I want to share about that. Um, When I was, you know, full-time with the financial firm. So like I told you guys, I was leading, you know, really the recruiting team. And I had this opportunity to be in the room with um, these managing directors that led entire offices. And I, if I wanted that, I could be in line to open an office one day. I really, you know, I believe, you know, I could have, like I was getting asked and tapped. I was in leadership programs with the entire corporate office, like all of these things. And I, you know, there was just something about it where I started like being in that room with the managing directors and and kind of testing some things out to see, you know, would I want that? If would I want to open up my own office one day, right? But there was like something about that, almost like this physical reaction in my body where I was just like, I just don't even know if that's what I want. But I was having this battle with myself of like, yeah, but Jess, this is everything that you hoped for, right? Like when I started there and I was getting these promotions, opening an office was like, that would be it. I would have arrived. Like I would have achieved everything that it is that I wanted. And then finally, when that opportunity was right in front of me, I was like hesitant to go for it. And it's because I slowed down enough to think to myself and realize that's not what I even want, right? Like we just go down this path and we just keep going down here and, you know, we don't slow down to even think like, yeah, that was once my vision, but has it changed? And it absolutely changed for me. And so thank goodness, I kind of took the time to realize I I don't even want that anymore, you know? So like, I just think so often as well, you know, people don't, they don't slow down enough to even figure that out for themselves too. Yeah. That's, that's so powerful. I love it. Everything you're saying just uh, definitely aligns with what I teach and what I preach. And, and I, I speak this often, but there's, there's three main things that really separates a successful entrepreneur and someone who is not. And uh, one, the first thing is always commitment. I mean, we, first you got to give yourself that permission, but you also got to stay committed to the path and the things that you want to be able to do if you want to be successful. And it sounds like you, you're committed to your vision, your goals, and the success of yourself and your family, and you decide to go that route. The second thing that you got to make sure that you got to do if you want to be successful is consistent. So you got to be consistent with the things that you're committed to. And the third thing is the processes in place that allows you to scale. So are you organized? Do you have the systems and processes in place that allows you to move? And it, it truly, it truly, you know, you can see it in what, what you're doing and what you're talking about that you have definitely gone in that path where it's like, hey, I'm committed to what I want to do and I'm not going to negotiate with what society or wants, wants me to be. And, mm-hmm. that, and I think that's where most people struggle and kind of get stuck at, which is a really cool message to be able to share because not many people that I bring on my show, actually, I don't think I've had anyone on the show that really talks about giving themselves that permission. And it's really cool of how, uh, you know, how God works, because this has been a message that I've been talking with clients, even just over the past couple of months. And, uh, it's been something that people just need that validation saying, Hey, yeah. it's okay to be different. It's okay to do things the non-traditional way and not be what other people are saying you to be. If you don't want right. to go to college because you want to be something bigger, you don't have to go to college. 
If you would, if you want to do something that's going after B2B entrepreneurs instead of being a personal trainer, that's okay. You got to do what aligns with you and then surround yourself around high level individuals that are excited, that are doing big things. So that way you're influenced by your environment. So everything you're saying is really cool. I think our audience is definitely going to gain a lot of value from what you had to share. Now, the big thing that I always ask everyone when they come on our show is like, what is your creed? Meaning, what is the one thing that you're most committed to that you'll be resilient, even through the most difficult times, showing up every day, giving your best and having the mental and physical discipline to complete your mission? So Jess, what is your creed? Well, you spoke to it a little bit in terms of like commitment and consistency. So my thing that I tell myself and I talk to my clients about as well is keep the promises you make to yourself, like show up every day. Like, what is my intention for today? And just keep those promises. Like it can really be that simple. Like sometimes I think that we overcomplicate like goal setting and, you know, things that we need to do and our to-do list that day and all the things it's just like, figure out what is most important and just keep the promises that you make to yourself. And so one thing that I can say about myself is I am a very disciplined person. Um, but it's just because I, I make a promise to myself and I keep it right. And so I think if you almost like frame it in that way, like we can't be letting ourselves down. Like we should be, if there's anyone that we uphold promises to, it should be ourselves. And so when you're building businesses like this, that's so important, right? Like what, what are your intentions for today to build your business and then go out and do that, right? Like keep the promise that you make to yourself. And, you know, I don't know how much of your audience you know, our moms and I, I hold a special place, you know, for moms in my heart, dads too. Right. But like, I am a mom. So, um, this might kind of help your audience too, with like the balance piece, but on Thursdays, every day is my day home with both my girls. I have a five-year-old and almost two-year-old. And in the beginning, it was really hard for me to have that day home with them because I was thinking about, all of the, all the things I had to do, right. All the promises I had to keep to myself. I have, I'm running two, you know, essentially two businesses and working, you know, part-time as a consultant. Like there's a lot <laughs> on my plate, just as there's a lot on all of our plates. Right. And so Thursday was Thursdays was one of my most challenging days, but then finally I sat down and I said, okay, you know, I do my morning time. I wake up at five and I, you know, do all my things. And part of that is writing in my journal, like, what is my intention for today? What would be a win today? What promises do I want to keep for myself, you know, today? And on Thursdays, it became the promise that I need to keep is being present with my girls and enjoying this moment. Like, this is why I made the shift. This is why I gave myself permission to change my vision because I wanted more of this type of life, that duality, right? That balance. And so once I got clear on my intention for Thursdays, I kept that promise. And Thursday is my day of letting go of work and being entirely present with them. And I feel good at the end of that day, right? Like I feel good because I kept, you know, even though it was mainly family focused, but I kept that promise that I made, like that was the promise that I put forth for that day. So your day, like every day might like look a little bit different, mm. but set the intention, 
and keep the promise that you make to yourself. It's it, it can be really be that simple. There you go, listeners. You know, keep your promise and make sure you guys stick to it, stay committed and be resilient through everything. Uh, Jessica, thank you so much for being a guest on our show today. For all you listeners out there, if you want to get in touch with her, I will drop all of uh, her contact information in the show notes. And so that way you guys don't need to remember what, what they are. So just make sure you go back, click on it and reach out to her. If you guys want to level up, figure out what's next in your guys' life and then have that coaching and the mentorship to help you get there. So thank you so much, Jess, for being here today and sharing your knowledge. We're excited to be able to share this with their audience as I know that they're going to gain a ton of value. And until next time, Superfy. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Daily Creed Podcast Show with J.R. Spear. If you want to get more leads and grow your business, head over to fitprofunnels.com to get your free gift today. That's fitprofunnels.com. And to connect with JR online, check him out on Facebook at jr.spear.3. Or feel free to join the Facebook group at FitProFunnels. And you can also find him on Instagram at jr.spear.